Welcome to UC Today with me, David Dungay. Today I have with me Ben Donaldson from CPS and Andy Lark from Dubber. Welcome to the show, guys. How are you both? Yeah, good, David. Thanks. Doing great, thanks. Fantastic. Yeah, great. Good to be here with you. Fantastic. So we're going to be talking about um, call recording and compliance today. Um, really, really interesting subject. Lots going on in that space. But before we get into that, um, should we get a bit of an introduction? Ben, do you want to kick us off? Tell us a little bit about yourself and CPS. Yeah, uh, Ben Donaldson. So I'm the head of practice for UC and infrastructure at Corporate Project Solutions, CPS. Uh, we ultimately deliver business solutions using Microsoft Cloud Technology. Um, significant portion of that is obviously around um, unified comms, uh, hence the conversation today. Um, but yeah, that's me. Fantastic. And uh, Andy? Great. I'm Andy Yeah, hey. Uh, so I'm Andy Lark. I'm the Chief Customer Officer at Dubber, which is code for all things market and strategy and things like that. Uh, Dubber's the number one provider globally of unified uh, call recording and conversational AI solutions. Uh, what makes us a bit different is uh, we do it from the heart of the world service provider networks and UC platforms. So on with a click, up and running, fully compliant, secure, and does 100 things more than that. Fantastic. Okay, well, let's, um, let's start off with the question. We're going to be talking specifically about Microsoft Teams today. And, and that call recording landscape. Um, tell us a little bit about uh, that, Andy. What does the current landscape look like for call recording when it comes to Microsoft Teams? Well, it's a very fragmented landscape right now. So obviously you have embedded call recording within Microsoft Teams, which you'd describe as basic personal call recording. That's a feature of nearly every UC platform. Um, the second sort of suite of offerings in the market are the very legacy-based core recording offerings, um, typically very high cost, highly proprietary, involve hardware, software, professional services, a whole range of things. And they're normally attached to a specific application environment, such as the call center. And there are a new generation of solutions that we sit as part of that really look to embed within the service and scale independently of that service. So no dependency on um, interconnections or upgrades or breaks or additional storage or anything like that you you turn it on with a switch and it gives enterprise and business grade control over the call recording requirement which we believe and certainly our customers tell us is absolutely cr critical you wouldn't um simply open up every phone line and let everyone listen in um you shouldn't do the same with your call recordings so protected confidential um call recording uh, at scale with AI applied to it um, is really transformative for enterprises. You don't just want a call recording, you want the data contained within the conversations as well as the metadata related to those conversations. So the market's really broken into those three buckets at the moment. Um, the shift is on to the cloud, um, to call recording and conversational AI as a service. And certainly that's what's growing now triple-digit growth rates worldwide on Microsoft Teams and, in fact, all the major UC platforms today. Mm. Yeah, I think as well, David, it lends itself when we, when we consider the, the last 18, 24 months of Microsoft Teams adoption, you know, the previous climate that we've been operating in with COVID, et cetera, you know, Teams has very much found itself now the, the, the center of many organizations' communication strategies, right? Um, 
And now that people are using Teams, or a large portion of people are using Teams for collaboration and things like their, their meeting services, they're starting now to do this due diligence exercise where they look at their existing telephony platform, which might exist as a point solution, and look to bring that into the fold. That conversation unlocks everything that, you know, that Andy's just talked about there, because it's not just lift and shift. There's other considerations such as compliance recording. Yeah. Um, so I think I think Ben's getting Ben's getting at a, a really interesting point, which is I kind of somewhat colloquially say it, it's a bit of a grand story, but we're entering the voice era, which is ironic given where we're at. But you know, I um, I want to add things to my shopping list. I do it with Alexa. Or I want to type a Gmail. I do it with my voice. I um, everything's increasingly voice based, and so. The other shift we're starting to see on percolate very, very quickly beneath this is just the simple idea of what have you two to three X the productivity of every single meeting on Microsoft Teams? What if it was automatically transcribed for you? What if all the actions were broken out for you? What if you could share fragments of the transcription recording in the action with another employee? So we've got a fascinating study we'll release next week. Um, um, midweek next week on the new hybrid workplace, which really points to this enormous disconnect between what employees want from hybrid work, what CEOs believe they're delivering from hybrid work, and what mid-level executives see as the actual massive gap in, not, in companies actually not having a cohesive strategy for hybrid working that really drives the culture, the innovation, the sharing, the connectedness. So we think that... Um, Capturing every conversation, converting it to data, enriching it with AI really unlocks a completely new opportunity for anyone providing um, calling via Microsoft Teams or Microsoft Teams in the sense that most of us experience it every day. So, so there's a real radical shift going on out, out there right now. Um, tell, me, tell me about the, um, the regulations. You know, traditionally, you know, re rewind the clock you know, five plus years, the market was... It was very much driven by you know the regulate, uh, regulatory landscape, if you like, particularly in you know sectors like the finance industry. Um, that seems to have shifted now. It's it's about you know it's about the value extracting insight from data, et cetera, et cetera. But I mean, what are the what are the regulations driving today? Is that is that is that still driving some of this sort of call recording um, innovation, if you like, uh, Ben? It, it is to a degree. Look, regulation and red tape is, is nothing new, right? It's, it's been around since, since your dot. And if you're giving financial advice over the phone or you're subject to any of the uh, compliance measures that need to be adhered to, then that's not going to change because you're moving to Microsoft Teams. But Andy alluded to it a moment ago. Because the landscape is changing and you might be moving from a traditional phone system voice-only solution, you're moving to a Teams environment now where that same regulation is going to be applicable to perhaps video chat, meeting space, um, text-based chat, for example. Um, they all need to fall in line with whatever regulation you've got to adhere to. So I don't think that's changed. Yes, there's been test and adjust to those regulations. We've had GDPR, we've had minor changes to things like MIFID, etc. But it doesn't drastically change that picture and that requirement for those organizations. But the comment you made there, David, around you know some of the tertiary benefits, um, you know, I, I don't, I'll put my hand in the air. I don't like the name compliance recording, which is what Microsoft called the recording capabilities in Teams. I don't like it because um, it takes the focus away from some of those other things that you mentioned there, you know, um, dispute resolution, 
the ability to train and review your agents while they're on calls, for example, order verification, the whole quality management picture. The naming doesn't lend itself so much to, to those types of benefits. And I think that what's happened is traditionally where perhaps organizations would associate a call recording solution with, you know, sometimes complex to deploy, sometimes high cost solution. That barrier is, it's not disappeared, but it's certainly been lessened. And with organizations and partners like Dubber, for example, and others, the barrier to entry is really, really low now. Complexity to deploy is, is very, very low. Cost is subscription-based, so very, very low, you know, minimal capital cost up front. So it lends itself to small, medium business now as well. So what that means is people can unlock those insights that you've talked about, take advantage of that AI-driven content and uh, value add that Andy talked about, whereas previously they might not have because the cost to entry and the any other barriers to entry would have been too great and they wouldn't realize and the benefits wouldn't have outweighed that cost and complexity. So I think that's what's changed really um, in the whole, as part of part of the landscape conversation really, I guess. Um, I, I really love Ben's point about um, compliance obscuring the broader benefits of conversational AI and call recording. When you think about compliance, people tend to migrate to the extreme. So they tend to migrate to FINRA mandating call recording or in Australia, Reg 247 and mandating it for mortgage brokers. What people tend to forget is basic compliance. Know your people, know your customers. Do you really know them now that they're distanced and they're not in the office? Can you evidence crucial conversations for legal disputes? Um, is your data stored and protected compliantly? Are you truly PCI compliant? Um, these are all things that a large enterprise has plenty of resource to solve, but a small to medium business, to Ben's point, needs us to solve for them out of the box. And so the richness of these new solutions such as Dubba, um, they really shift the needle towards the total market. Um, I'd also say that the metadata is, um, is is vital, right? So if you people tend to think of this sort of authoritarian chief compliance officer governing the instrument of the business, but there's a bunch of other folks too, chief surveillance officers, chief risk officers, security managers, all looking to conform with different compliance mandates in their own realms. So the next generation of solutions out there really enable those other people to do better as well. Yeah. So um, I want to get into a little bit of the nitty gritty in terms of the types of recording we're seeing, uh, particularly I keep hearing, you know, native recording and uh, centralized organized recording. Um, uh, ben, maybe you could explain, you know, the, the differences between those, um, uh, those approaches. Yeah, absolutely. So and Microsoft do a good job at, at publicizing this themselves and, and um, making a drawing a very clear line in distinction between what you term native recording there versus partner-enabled recording. And it real, really boils down to the jargon they use around it is, so for native recording, we're talking about ad hoc, functional, um, on-demand recording. You know, we might join a Teams meeting, for example, and say, hey, you know what? Job Logs can make this meeting. We're going to record it. We'll make it available for consumption afterwards. That's driven by the user. Uh, they will dictate where that recording goes afterwards. They will dictate who it's shared with, and they will ultimately delete and remove that recording when they're done with it. So everything is in the user's ballpark. 
that's not good for things like organizational level compliance, um, which is what Microsoft referred to as uh, org level uh, or centralized recording. And that's a partner play. That's for Andy and his team and the other vendors and partners out there uh, to fill that gap because Microsoft don't offer that. So if as an organization, you need to be able to centrally control mandate that all certain types of communication are, are recorded regardless of the user, regardless of the endpoint that they're using, for example, and that that recording is retained and discoverable and searchable for a certain period of time, and then potentially deliberately deleted after that same period of time, um, then that's where we need to defer to a partner solution because Microsoft can't provide that centralized org level control over their recordings. Everything is ad hoc and user-driven in terms of native Teams recording capabilities. I think um, I think Ben um, before made the comment. Uh, I think Ben made the comment before about Microsoft sometimes uses some interesting language. So for us, native recording means it's integral to a solution. It, it's embedded with the solution. It's on with the click. To use Ben's point, it's a utility, right? You turn it on and it works. Um, what Microsoft really is referring to is on-demand, personal, basic call recording, been around forever. Um, and 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 to sort of pick on Ben's earlier point, which is right on, is you know, we have over 500,000 subscribers on Dubba. And when you go talk to particularly local government, doctors, lawyers, mid-market mid solutions, 50 to 100, say, users, and you get really excited because you're expecting them to present wonderful dashboards and tell you about AI. And they're like, we just listen to the recordings. Uh, you know, we, we literally, the utility of being able to search Andy's phone number while he's on the call for me and enter a date and get immediately to the recording where he committed to spend this much money with us. And now he's disputing it. That saves us tens of thousands of dollars a month for $100 a month of investment. It's just a no-brainer. So the utility of it, when it's done at scale through a single pane of glass, um, is immense. And you often find it's actually the really rudimentary requirement, the ability to search a transcript, take a chunk of a transcript, send it to someone and go, this is what you said, have that sitting in your Salesforce CRM automatically, is immensely powerful, right? The other thing being mentioned is this idea of unification. The reality is... Ben and David and I, we may talk all day long. We may jump between WhatsApp. We may then do a quick FaceTime call. Then we're on a Microsoft Teams call. Then I'm in Outlook doing email. Then I'm back on the Zoom call because that's what the vendor specified. That's where we come into play because now you've got a single pane of glass into unified conversations. And I don't have to sit there and go, oh, I'm on the Zoom call Dubba will just join it. So obviously we hope everyone's, you know, in the context of this webinar, got Teams as the core, but customers, employees that are driving enormous fragmentation in communication services. And the ability to then capture those, even if they're out of policy or the employee shouldn't be able to do it, but you capture them, that's enormously powerful to medium to large enterprises. And there'll be a lot of business owners watching today thinking, oh, I um, I think I need some recording, um, you know, so software. I need, I need, I need a solution. You know, what, what are the top things really that those business owners should should really be considering before before they make the leap in, in, into uh, choosing a provider? 
Uh, ben, do you want to give us a few things, and I'll come to Andy afterwards. Yeah, sure. Andy touched on one there, actually, because um, it's a busy space, the, these third-party call recording solutions. Um, it's good because having when, when Microsoft opened a requirement up to partners and vendors, that creates innovation because there's competition there. It drives innovation. Um, there's multiple competes in that area, and it drives cost down as well. So it's great for people like uh, me and you, David, and it's it's competitive space for, for Andy and his team for sure. Um, and in terms of considerations, what that means is that not all these solutions are, are created equal. There's there's big differences in capability and feature set. I mentioned before around it's not just a voice play anymore recording, it's multimodality. Um, but not all these solutions will, will cater for multiple modalities, right? And equally so, the architecture as well, you could have um, solution A, which requires you to deploy your own infrastructure in Azure and your own virtual machines and deploy your own storage to, to store all your recordings, etc., versus a completely in the cloud solution where there's zero complexity to deploy. You don't need to deploy any VMs and they will offer you unlimited storage. So that there's two massively starkly different um, architectures there. So that count that counts for a lot. So I think firstly, in terms of consideration, ultimately you need to look at if you're if you're deploying a, a recording solution, is it for compliance reasons? And your your primary deciding factor is going to be whether that, that solution meets the red tape and the compliance and regulation that you need to, need to adhere to as an organisation. But then beyond that. You need to look at things like the architecture and the complexity to deploy, um, because, like I said, they're, they're two very different uh, models that, that could impact you both resource-wise and cost-wise going forward. And on the cost side of things as well, um, it's important to get into the roots of how these things scale, because call recording is a great example of a solution that can catch you out over the period of time, because the more time that passes by, the more recordings that you, you gather up as an organization. Now, if you have an extended period of time, seven years, for example, that you need to retain that, and you're now looking at recording video and meetings as well, then your storage is gonna grow very, very, very quickly. So again, when we look at the cost model, it's important to look forward into the future and envision where you might be in three to five years time living in that space under that cost model, for example, and not be penalized by something that's gonna perhaps a tiered licensing model that will um, charge you extra on a per storage basis as you break certain thresholds. So looking into the future is, is really critical, I think, when it comes to recording solutions, because the solution itself, great, that's going to be a predictable, easy, typically um, subscription-based cost for you. But trying to envisage where you'll be storage-wise when you're using now multi-modality solution in contrast to traditional voice one, that, that's the one that catches most people out most often, I think. Yeah, Andy, what what uh, what do you think? Uh, have you got anything to add to that? You know, uh, Ben took a lot of the the, he the headline benefits there. Look, I, I I I'll give you, yeah, no, no. I think I think Ben's on the money. I'll just give you a slight um, different angle on it, perhaps that'll help um, help listeners sort of think about it in terms of their business. The first thing I'd say is be very careful about recording. Understand what you're doing. So simply just recording everybody and letting it drift around on Dropbox folders and whatever, not a good move. 
it'll bite you eventually. So make sure that you actually have it embedded into your digital use policy as an organization, have a good framework for privacy controls, um, at, wrap it around that. And folks like Ben can help you build that if you're, you're a business looking to do that, we can too, but Ben's perfectly suited to do that. Um, second thing I'd say is really draw a line between the solutions out there, like Notes by Dubba, that is built to drive productivity. Those are necessarily a bit more expensive and they have limits on things like transcriptions and, and the like because of the deep AI involved in them. That's quite different to core call recording, which also offers transcription, but to Ben's point is infinitely scalable. So pick, pick your pain point and make sure you're acquiring the right solution for the right pain gain point you've got. So that'd be the second thing I'd say. And the third thing I'd say is um, don't underestimate the power of what you've got in one use case to be applied elsewhere. I, I was talking to a CIO of sort of a chain of, I don't know, 50, 100 veterinary clinics today. And he said, you know, we, our primary driver of this was dispute resolution, be able to evidence and resolve disputes quickly, right? Um, paid for itself in a couple of days. It's just, it does it in spades. But what we didn't realize was the ability for us to use that same data to understand how our employees are traveling. Our employees deal with really stressed out people. Their cat's dying, their dog's about to die, you know, they something terrible's happened in their lives. Our employees are dealing with unhappy people or upset people and it stresses them out. Our ability to now know, hey, look, this employee's being subject to not a great call. It, it's got keyword alerts flagged in it for all kinds of things we don't expect an employee to have to suffer through. I, as a manager, now need to do something about that. I need to intervene. So this whole idea that one use case may be the driver, but you'll be surprised about the multitude of other use cases that'll surface once you've got this in place. So be ready for that and look at your return on what you're investing as broadly as you can at the outset, because the benefits really accrue quickly over time. And my final point that, that Ben made is I think if you're a large organization, uh, a big bank, um, a large institution, you want an environment that natively integrates with your big data architecture. So while we offer, for instance, infinitely scalable storage, you can score an infinite amount of record, recordings and, and, and transcribe data and the like, that's great, but most organizations want to migrate that into Azure as part of their big data um, set and do more with it and correlate data in their big data set. So look for people that have very rich API integrations, very stable, proven API integrations, um, and can provide that to you with a click. Now, small business, medium business, that, they're not going to be that concerned with that. But large businesses in particular, that's a big, that's a big catch-all because I'm surprised still at the number of them that come back to us um, having selected perhaps a cheaper or less vendor and say, actually, the API stuff is a huge issue. Can you come and solve this for us? We need to migrate all the recordings into you, then migrate them seamlessly back and forth into Azure. Help us do that. So think about that. Think about it in terms of your big data set, not as an isolated call recording and archival data set on its on its. It's not an island of efficiency in your business. Okay. Well, um, Ben, Andy, uh, I think... That's about all we've got time for today. Um, thank you so much for joining me and sharing your insights. Brilliant. Thanks, David. You're welcome. Thanks, David. And, and thank you for watching. You've been watching me, David Dungate, on UC Today. If you like today's conversation, give us a like and a share on the social media. That's it from me. I'll see you next time.